This is the American Medical Association's COVID-19 Update Podcast. This is part of an ongoing series featuring critical insights from the physicians and healthcare professionals on the front lines of the pandemic. Hello, this is the American Medical Association's COVID-19 Update. Today, we have our weekly look at the numbers, trends, and latest news about COVID-19 with AMA's Chief Health and Science Officer, Dr. Mira Irons in Chicago. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer, also in Chicago. Uh, Dr. Irons, last week we saw President Biden declare June a national month of action as part of a renewed push to get Americans vaccinated. What is that going to look like? Well, President Biden, you know, is facing his July 4th deadline to have 70% of U.S. adults at least partly vaccinated. And he's really working to rally the nation to meet that goal, announcing an offer of free child care for parents and caregivers while they receive their shots and a national canvassing effort resembling a get up the vote drive. He's asking Americans to not only get vaccinated themselves, but also to join in the push to persuade their friends and neighbors to do so. You know, it's aggressive. It, it lays out incentives. You know, it includes incentives from sports leagues, like free tickets to the Super Bowl and to Major League Baseball games, and also from private companies. United Airlines is offering a year of free flights in a sweepstakes open only to vaccinated Americans. And Anheuser-Busch has promised free beer to adults on Independence Day if the nation meets the president's goal. Um, it also includes, you know, thousands of people knocking on doors and canvassing in neighborhoods close to walk-in clinics where people can get vaccinated. Well, if free beer doesn't do it, I don't know what will. Sure. Um, you know, this uh, this goal of 70 percent, are we on track to meet it or not? You know, it's going to be close. Um, we're roughly on track, but one New York Times analysis suggested if the pace of adult vaccination continues, the nation will come in just shy of the target with roughly 68% of adults partly vaccinated by July 4th. Um, you know, reaching all eligible Americans remains a daunting task as vaccination rates rise. The pool of the most willing adults is shrinking and rural and minority communities remain particularly difficult to reach. You know, one element of the plan of, of the president's plan that we heard last week is a shots at the shop initiative that will engage black owned barbershops and beauty salons to give out educational materials and also host on-site vaccination events with local health care providers. And that number that you, you know, quoted, 68 uh, percent, you know, it's really varying when you take a look down state by state. Um, can you talk a little bit about how the vaccination rates really look when you analyze that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we quote numbers across the entire United States, but the reality is that as we've seen with this pandemic, you know, the entire there are there are different stories in different parts of the United States. Um, you know, we've definitely seen uneven vaccination rates between states. Even if a, even if the country as a whole reaches the national target, at least 30 states probably will not, and a handful are unlikely to reach the 70% mark before the end of the year. You know, a dozen states, many of them in the Northeast, including Maine, Massachusetts, and Connecticut, have already reached a benchmark of at least 70% of adults with at least one vaccine dose. But in the South, that marker is nowhere in sight for several states. You know, if you look at in, in 15 states, including Arkansas, the Carolinas, Georgia, and Louisiana, about half of adults or fewer have received a dose. In two states, Alabama and Mississippi, it would take about a year to get one dose to 70% of the population at the current pace of adult administration. You know, Mississippi currently has the country's lowest vaccination rate with 34% of the population having received at least one shot. So I'm gonna imagine that puts uh, places like that 
and a lot of risk for those that are unvaccinated. You know, what do you, what do you predict then for outbreaks in the in that region, particularly in the south? You know, it's it's hard to know. You know, as with everything with this virus, it's hard to make any predictions. But some experts are warning that we may see infections spike in the southern region, both because vaccination rates are low and the summer heat is driving people indoors, where the virus spreads more efficiently. You know, we're also seeing an easing of pandemic restrictions, which will make unvaccinated people more vulnerable. You know, however, if there is a summer surge across the South, experts believe it won't be as grave as last summer's because at least some people are vaccinated and treatments have improved. You know, to avoid a summer surge, states across the South need to catch up to those in the Northeast. Uh, just, you know, at a big picture level, you know, what are we seeing with uh, cases and deaths at this point? Uh, so, you know, cases and deaths continue to rise, but thankfully um, not as uh, dramatically as they have in the past. Um, you know, we have, uh, as of this morning, 33,378,859 um, cases um, and 597,984 deaths, um, tragically. I, you know, I think we may reach that 600,000 figure at some point, and I don't know that any of us could have imagined that. However, the national picture uniformly looks good right now. The country's averaging below 15,000 cases per day, the lowest since testing became widely available, and cases continue to decline rapidly. Deaths are falling as our hospitalization. It does feel like a hopeful moment. Um, New England has fared particularly well in recent weeks. Six states in the region have seen cases fall by 60% or more since mid-May. Medicine doesn't stand still, and at the AMA, neither do we. AMA members are physicians like you who are shaping the future of medicine. Become a member today and join the movement. Visit ama-assn.org slash movingmedicine. So uh, in terms of potential wrenches in, in that progress, uh, we are seeing the emergence of new variants, uh, particularly one that's called the Delta variant. Can you talk about uh, what's happening there, particularly in Britain? Yeah. Um, Britain has had one of the world's most successful COVID-19 responses in recent months. You know, if you look at, at uh, what they've been seeing, fewer than 10 Britons per day have been dying in recent weeks, down from 1,200 a day in late January. You know, on a per capita basis, Britain's death rate last month was less than one-tenth of the U.S. rate. However, um, they are now seeing a rise in COVID cases. And the main case a cause appears to be the highly infectious virus variant known as Delta, which was first detected in India. Britain's recent moves to reopen society also probably play a role. Um, the experience there also suggests that cases may soon rise in the U.S. So is that kind of increase that we're seeing uh, overseas pretty significant, uh, something to worry about, or you know, how do you frame that? You know, relatively um, to where Britain was in January, the recent increase in COVID cases is small, um, but there's still a cause for concern. As small as it may look on a chart, new COVID cases have more than doubled over the past month to more than 4,000 a day from about 2,000 a day. You know, pandemics feed on themselves in both directions. When new caseloads are falling, it increases the chances that they will continue to fall because fewer newly infected people are able to spread the virus to others. When caseloads are rising, the opposite occurs. 
Fortunately, the current surge is almost certain to cause less death than previous outbreaks because most people vulnerable to serious illness have already been vaccinated. And the vaccines continue to look effective against the Delta variant. Um, for now, deaths have barely risen, and it's possible that they will not rise much, but it's too soon to know. Um, COVID deaths Death trends typically trail case trends by a few weeks. Um, if the Delta variant ends up being significantly more severe, it could cause an increase in deaths. We should know more by next week, but you know, the early reports from the UK indicate that the that two doses of the current vaccines in use there are highly effective against symptomatic disease. So that's just all the more reason to encourage more people to get fully vaccinated. Uh, that is a piece of good news to hear that the vaccines appear to be effective against the symptomatic uh, disease. Uh, we'll talk more about that next week and take a look at adolescent rates here in the United States. Uh, Dr. Arns, thanks for being here and for your update. We'll look forward to your perspective next week. In the meantime, for resources on COVID-19, visit ama-assn.org slash COVID-19. Thanks for joining us today. Please take care. This content was originally published as part of the AMA's COVID-19 daily video updates. Find the latest at ama-assn.org slash COVID update. Subscribe to other great AMA podcasts available wherever you listen to yours or visit ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thank you for listening.